Morning, sleepy. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You were sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So, McDonald's? I could use a cafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. How do you not hear that? Blog Talk Radio. Lucid Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now, here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way, with new eyes. So, stay with us and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, Christmas a symbol of initiation. Before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, founder of the Lucis Trust. Lucis Trust sponsors this show. Alice Bailey wrote 24 books of esoteric literature, and those 24 books are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you, that you hear on this show. The following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. The message of the birth of Christ rings ever new, but is not today understood. The age of Aquarius will see the rising light of which the Christ is the eternal symbol. The ancient story of the birth will become universalized and be seen as the story of every disciple and initiate who takes the first initiation and, in his time and place, becomes a server and a light bearer. This seems to indicate that our modern approach to Christmas overlooks some of the deeper spiritual meaning. Is that right? Yes. Um, I'm not uh, saying that that has universal application. I'm sure for many Christians there is a real living spiritual uh, truth enacted in their observance of Christmas. But the more public and the more familiar observance of Christmas over the years has become more and more materialistic as we all know and it's also fixated on an event that happened 2,000 years ago so the historical aspect of Christmas has us looking back over our shoulder so to speak and continually trying to understand an event that recedes further and further into the past when I think a lot of its meaning is that it symbolizes uh, a spiritual event that is living and present and ever current in any age. Some of that has to do with the fact that uh, the Christ, 
whose birth is observed at Christmas, is an avatar. And we've talked in past programs about the meaning of an avatar. That's a Sanskrit term, meaning one who comes down from far away to bring some kind of teaching or spiritual nucleus of energy to humanity. And when we think of the birth of Christ at Christmas as the anchoring of spiritual energy, that helps us understand a little bit. Um, If we take it further and realize that Christ, as he said, was anchoring something or demonstrating or embodying something that he believed we all could achieve. He said, greater things than I have done ye shall do. He meant his achievement in his 30 years, 33 years on earth to be a demonstration of what every human being is capable of. And the whole process of spiritual evolution is uh, depicted in Christ's life, beginning with the birth in Bethlehem. Right, and that's what needs to be brought out more clearly nowadays. I mean, uh, the whole spirit of Christmas seems to be buried and crystallized in the massive spending spree that everybody seems to be caught up in. And uh, the true meaning... Uh, of the birth of this Christ in the human consciousness, and it's it's a matter of understanding this in terms of consciousness. Uh, all that seems to be lost, uh, and as you say, it's uh, the the whole Christ's whole life <clears throat> was a demonstration of a, a vast process that every human being, or most every human being, will eventually go through or has gone through or will go through um, in this, you know, in, in the coming age. So it's it, the meaning behind the birth, for example, is, is very significant in terms of what we call initiations. And uh, maybe we could go into what these initiations are. Well, there are five major initiations that lead to spiritual realization, that lead to what we call a master, the mastery of um, the three worlds, uh, mental, emotional, and physical. Most human beings are at a stage where they might be far away from the first initiation or approaching it. Very few have taken the second, still fewer the third, and a tiny handful, the fourth and fifth. So most of us have to put our focus on understanding what the first initiation entails. And that's the drama enacted at Christmas. The birth of the Christ in a cave is itself symbolic. I know traditionally he's thought to have been born in a stable, but Alice Bailey points out in her book From Bethlehem to Calvary that Most historians are quite sure that he was born in a cave rather than a stable on the plains of earth. That has meaning right there because the cave birth symbolizes the coming of the avatar of Christ deep into the material, physical world. And that was the start of his demonstration to humanity of the achievement of a spiritual life in material form. We are souls who on our most refined 
most spiritual level are already perfect beings, Agnishvatas, as the Buddhist teaching calls them. But our incarnation on earth in bodies dealing with emotions and with the mind and the physical vehicle is not perfected by very many of us. And um, that duality, that, that discrepancy between our purely spiritual origin and our present expression of who we really are is what initiation is all about. The birth of the Christ in the cave is symbolic of the awakening of the soul, which is called the Christ principle, in the cave of the heart spiritually speaking, in the deepest, inmost region of the heart, the heart center, not the organ that pumps blood, but the etheric equivalent, the heart center. The Christ principle born in the cave of the heart is the awakening of the human being to his spiritual self and his dedication to achieving a closer union with that pure spiritual essence that lies at the center of his being. Right, so initiation is essentially a state of awakening, and that's what all initiations are. We've talked about many, uh, you know, on this program we've talked about initiations, and uh, they are essentially expansions or awakening in consciousness. They are not ceremonies where somebody bestows initiation on you, They are simply points along the way where your own consciousness will expand and suddenly a new light will shine and radiate and illuminate the the world around you and you'll have a deeper appreciation and understanding of the world around you. And that, uh, in fact, that symbol of light is also symbolic of Christmas too because it's a time of the year when the uh, <clears throat> the light, the sunlight, um, sun begins to move forward, uh, to mm-hmm. move um, backwards, upwards, northwards, <laughs> northwards. Okay, <laughs> one of those, uh, one of those directions, and uh, <laughs> it's so it's it's always, you know, uh, since ancient times, been a very symbolic time when uh, uh, the the symbol of light is very meaningful for this. Uh, season of the year and for this uh, celebration. And what's really interesting in Alice Bailey's book From Bethlehem to Calvary, she tells uh, about so many of the world's religions having similar myths or stories of the birth of a sun god, a world savior, at or on December 25th at the winter solstice, born in a cave to a virgin mother and subsequently bringing a new teaching to the humanity of the time before uh, being murdered in some way by the people whom they came to serve. And it's a an enactment that's been repeated throughout many of the world's cultures. Alice Bailey was a deep student of uh, religion and um, uh, metaphysics, and she found there were about 25 or 30 such uh, similar myths or stories documented in in different world scriptures. The point of coming at the winter solstice is interesting because at the very darkest moment of the year, light appears in the form of this avatar, this Christ or world savior. That's fitting because in the darkest night when the moon is um, very new and uh, hardly visible, 
the stars shine most brightly. Light is most recognizable, most um, uh, visible when the darkest skies are present. And just as um, in the case of the birth of the Christ coming at the winter solstice, this light coming into the world has its most significance. Right, I mean, because he was the bringer of light, and uh, that's um, that's what it's always been. He he came to as the light of the world. Hanukkah also <coughs> is a festival of lights right. at yeah. the darkest moment <coughs> of the year. And that's uh, the, the enduring light that never went out. The significant relationship there, mm-hmm. and it's also um, <coughs> the birth uh, in Bethlehem also has significant meaning too. It's because Bethlehem is said to be the symbolically the house of bread, mm-hmm. and therefore it has to do with physical sustenance. And uh, the first initiation, which is uh, the awakening, the first awakening of the Christ consciousness, or the first time the impact of the soul makes its impact on the uh, lower nature. Uh, this <clears throat> has to do with coordination and bringing under control the physical nature, the physical body. That's part of the relationship to being born in a cave in deepest matter, isn't right, it? Right, it's there again. There is the physical relationship there. And uh, so that is a, a very another symbolic uh, relationship to this initiation. And it's, I think... Many, many thousands and thousands, probably millions of people by now across the world have experienced this initiation. And I think just in this transition period we're going through between two ages, of the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius, there are very strong influential energies that are pouring in now that are are forcing, in a way, that are forcing this initiation, this awakening, of the Christ consciousness on many <clears throat> millions of people. So it, it's not something that only a few select people go through. It's it's something that we all will go through or have gone through or are going through right now. This whole experience of the first initiation of the birth of the Christ within the heart. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight. Our topic for today, Christmas a symbol of initiation. We have a special offer from Lucis Publishing Company, and that's the Alice Bailey book, Ponder on This. Ponder on This is a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Bailey, including a number of extracts on initiation. Ponder on This is now available for $19. The discount comes with a form of free shipping, and you, you can only get the free shipping if you mention that you, just a little note saying you heard about the offer on Inner Sight for the book Ponder on This. So if you'd like to take advantage of this uh, discount, please send a check or money order. $19 to Lucis Publishing, Lucis L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Um, uh, Ponder on this is one of the first books that I started on in the Alice Bailey collection of 24 books of esoteric philosophy. And it was very good for me because uh, all of the 24 books are abridged within this uh, book entitled Ponder on This. And 
as you read the abridged version, that uh, each uh, uh, each chapter, more or less, uh, that is in sync with a uh, a larger book of esoteric philosophy from Alice Bailey. Um, as you read it, you get an idea as to whether or not you want that to be uh, on top as far as your priority of the topics that you want to explore in a in a sequence. So uh, I think you should start with this book. I also, in the beginning, I read the uh, uh, unfinished autobiography of Alice Bailey. So once again, the special offer has to do with ponder on this. Send your check or money order, $19, to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Your donations to us are tax-deductible, and uh, uh, they can be sent to Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. We appreciate the, those donations, large and small, because those donations, well, that's what helps to keep us on the air, so please continue uh, donating because um, without those donations, we can't be here doing this show for you. So once again, thank you, and um, send donations once again to Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Uh, if you'd like to get in contact with us for any reason, give us a call at uh, one 866 Six nine five eight two four seven. That's one eight six 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 nine five eight two four seven. The easy way to remember it is one eight six six New York Lucis. Uh, think of one eight six six N Y Lucis. One eight six six New York Lucis. Lucis L U C I S. All of our insight programs can be heard on our website at www lucistrust.org on the home page you'll find the link to today's program which will be available for hearing in a day or two last week's program is already available and many of our past programs can also be heard once again www.lucistrust.org the theme of each week's program is posted in advance on our website so that you can see in advance what next Sunday's program will be <coughs> I like that excerpt from the Alice Bailey book that we um, started with uh, very much, and um, I'd like to mention it again because it makes a little bit more sense to me right now. The message of the birth of Christ rings ever new, but is not today understood. The age of Aquarius will see the rising light of which the Christ is the eternal symbol. The ancient story of the birth will become universalized and be seen as the story of every disciple and initiate who takes the first initiation and, in his time and place, becomes a server and a light bearer. So anyone who is on the spiritual path uh, uh, is part of this story then becomes um, a symbolic for everyone then who's on that spiritual path. That's right. Um, the commitment to spiritual awakening is an indication that one has taken or is very close to taking the first initiation. It's the awakening of the soul within. It's the realization of uh, being more than just a body, more than just a material self, that there is within oneself an inner consciousness and awareness that one is a spiritual being. That's an indication of the um, first initiation. But because there is this anchoring of pure spirit in matter at the first initiation, as demonstrated by the birth of the Christ deep in the cave, 
There's a lot of focus, as Dale was saying, that has to be placed on the material aspect. And this is what we see in the world today, where there's an extreme emphasis on diet, on health, on um, physical um, uh, sports, well-being, sports, <laughs> the Olympics, uh, a new interest in yoga. There's also an incredible amount of materialism, as we are all too aware, an increasing disparity between the very rich and the very poor. And that's what's so interesting about the fact that Christ was born in Bethlehem. Bethlehem means literally house of bread. He came to birth in a town called Bethlehem to demonstrate the need to share, to share bread. Bread meaning the symbolic word for physical sustenance. We even, um, or at least years ago, hip people called uh, money bread. I don't know if they still use that term. And of course, bread is the staff of life. It's the word for what we need to sustain us. And if we don't learn to share it, we cannot contemplate taking the first initiation. And by we, I mean humanity. Because Alice Bailey says humanity as a whole, generally generalizing wildly, is preparing for the first initiation, but the fundamental lesson is how we handle material substance. And it's interesting about the, the symbol of bread because it shows up again uh, at the uh, towards the end of Christ's uh, life here on earth uh, in the form of the um, the, the Last Supper, mm-hmm. the bread <coughs> and the wine, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's the sharing of the bread and the wine that's still. Uh, very much the need today. Mm-hmm. So uh, yes, and <clears throat> but everything doesn't stop with this first initiation. This it's is just, just the beginning. Just the beginning, and Christ's whole life demonstrated in that short 33 years. He demonstrated all five of the initiations that uh, we are uh, slated to go through and experience. And of course, the next one was 30 after the after the physical birth. The next one came about 30 years later at the baptism, and that's the second initiation. And that's no accident that there was this long stretch of time between birth, symbolizing the first initiation, and the baptism when he was approximately 30. That long gap of time is representative of the long, long period of lifetimes that uh, pass between having taken the first initiation and the second which itself is not a very advanced stage on the path. The second initiation is the attainment of, or it marks the attainment of emotional control, the ending of desire and being driven by desire and emotional urges, the equilibrium that has to be attained. Long, long period of many lifetimes apparently pass between the first and the second. So this is just the launch the first initiation mm-hmm. is the launch. And it's um, <clears throat> important to kind of link it also to, as, as we've mentioned here, the as you just mentioned, the uh, for emotional control uh, having to do with the second initiation. And each of these initiations marks a point where uh, the focus is on some kind of gaining some kind of control. First initiation control over the physical matter. <coughs> second initiation over the emotional nature and uh, the third initiation having to do with the focus 
over the mental, the mind nature. So it's a gradual, each initiation unfolds each one of these stages in the uh, physical, the emotional, and the mental bodies. And uh, you, you can see that in the symbol of all of these initiations. And when you take that teaching and apply it to conditions in the world, it becomes quite clear that we have a lot of work to do if humanity on uh, masse is to prepare for this first initiation. We struggle with trying to figure out how to resolve the inequity of material wealth in the world where there is such dire poverty, where people have virtually nothing and live on a dollar a day. One-fifth of the world's people live on a dollar a day or less. Half the world's people live on two dollars a day or less. It's staggering when you think about it that the concentration of wealth is in the hands of a tiny, tiny percentage of one percent who have so much, so much abundance. This cannot be right. And yet nobody really knows what to do about it. How do we unlock this vice-like grip on material substance that lies in the hands of a few. And I don't mean to imply that those who possess it are evil. It's the condition they've been born into or that happened to them. If they happen to be the founder of Google, it just happened to them that they've got billions. They didn't necessarily set out to get all that wealth. They set out to invent Google. But the money seems to flow in channels that bring a great amount of money to some and nothing to others. What do we do about this? Well, I don't have the answers, but we as a human race have to figure it out. And like you say, the the Eucharist at the Last Supper demonstrates the sharing of wine and bread. There's also the parable of dividing the loaves and the fishes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, so, I think, has <clears throat> a clue in it. Yes, it's all about sharing of the bread. And, uh, and as he shared it, there was enough for everybody? Right. It, it uh, went, fed all the 5,000, well, yeah. how many were there. So, I mean, bread seems to be symbolic throughout uh, the um, life of Christ. And uh, as you were talking, I think it's the answer to all of this, to this material focus, has to lie in the realm of the soul because ultimately it is the soul, the, your own inner higher self, which um, is the controlling factor. And as that soul becomes more dominant in your life, that begins to change your whole value system. And so contact with the soul and increasing that contact with the soul may be part of the answer. It's equivalent to the process process of gestation when there there is a quickening of the the infant in the mother's body, a rising up takes place in a sense. And that's similar to the birth of the Christ principle in the cave of the heart. The Buddha spoke of the teaching, the knowledge, the enlightenment rising up within the disciple. It doesn't come from heaven like um, uh, a, um, a rocket coming down to earth. It rises up from within us. It's there present but needs be awakened and the whole story of the birth of Christ is the demonstration of how this happens through sharing through love through commitment to the soul 
Please take advantage of the special offer from Lucis Publishing Company, and that's the Alice Bailey book, Ponder on This. Ponder on This is a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Bailey, including a number of extracts on initiation. It's available for $19. The discount comes in the form of free shipping and handling. But you need to mention, that in order to get the discount, you need to mention that you heard about the offer on Intersight. Just a little note. So send a check or money order, $19, to Lucis Publishing, Lucis, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. You've been listening to Intersight. <clears throat> now we would like to close with a world prayer called The Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Sleepy. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You're sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So McDonald's? I could use my cafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. How do you not hear that? Morning, Sleepy. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You're sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So, McDonald's? I could use my cafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time, cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. How do you not hear that?